0: Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 62. This week, I wanted to throw some things out at you, suggestions of things to try. I've got some books, some music, and some things I've just had rattling around in my brain. And actually, let's start there. Because ever since I listened to a recent episode of Mayim Balik's podcast, The Breakdown, where she speaks to the author of The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer, I've not been able to stop thinking about something that came up. They're talking about mental health and Michael Singer says, and I'm paraphrasing, to notice what we do when we have thoughts that are uncomfortable. We push them down or push them away. And so we end up storing them up instead. And if you collect up things which bother you, then guess what? you're going to be bothered. And I can't stop thinking about that. If we store up things that bother us, we're going to be bothered. I was voice noting this to my friend Luke, and he quite rightfully said, so what do we do instead? Which feels like a great question and one I'm not sure I fully have the answer to, but it did come up on the podcast. And so I'm also passing on what they said. Singer says this again, I'm paraphrasing. But if we're thinking about why things bother us, it's because they don't match our expectation of how things should be. And nine times out of 10, who decided it had to be like that? We did. And so if we can decide how we think it should be, but that bothers us, then we can decide it should be some other way, a way that doesn't bother us. It reminded me of what Psalms talks about in his book on consciousness, which we talked about last week, that we have our mental model of the world and our feelings tell us how well that model matches or differs from the world we're experiencing. Back to the podcast, and they also talk about how at any given moment, we're having one experience, but also are not having an infinite number of others. In the grand scheme of things, we know so little about the world. Our mental models are pretty flimsy, although we should perhaps not totally write them off, as they have kept us here so far. But the reason they have kept us here so far is because we keep updating them. And I think that is what Singer is getting at. When the world doesn't match our mental model of it, we have a choice, protect it or update it. We have within our power the ability to change our expectations, to be aware of the limitations of what we know and be open to the unexpected even if, at first, it's, like, really annoying. I'm not sure I've even scratched the surface of this idea. It feels like there's so much more to get from it. But, like, maybe try it on the size. See what it brings up for you. I would love to hear. But let's move on to other things to try. How about some albums? Now, these are not all strictly new, but they're new to me over the past few months, and they're well worth a try. First up, the Blonde and Pink albums by Trixie Mattel. Honestly, most music by drag queens is not great. Trixie Mattel is a different breed, though. Her country music origins are still here. But now finding a home among surf and retro rock vibes. And whilst we're talking about Trixie Mattel, if you are not watching Trixie Motel on Discovery Plus, you are missing out. It's like someone watched Changing Rooms and decided Lawrence and Bowen wasn't camp enough. A drag queen making over a motel. Honestly, it's like someone reached into my brain pulled out all of my favourite parts of reality TV and put those, and only those, on screen. Back to albums. Man Made by Green T. Peng. A track of theirs came up on an Apple Music playlist I follow and I loved it. Now the full album is out and I'm into it. Apple Music describes it as neo-soul whilst the BBC description for their Glastonbury set which is well worth watching, by the way, describes it as psych-infused R&B. Either way, well worth a try. Also, can I just take a moment to say, as I see all the Glastone news and watch the sets on BBC iPlayer, how much it makes me miss my friend Pip. She loved Glastonbury. It was, I think her highlight of every year. And whilst I miss her in lots of ways, I particularly miss her excitement for this weekend. Back to albums, and if R&B is your vibe, I'd also highlight Mother by Cleo Soul, Atlantis by Leela, and Spell31 by eBay. All three of those albums have incredible soul. R&B vibes that I just can't get enough of. Plus, there's a few pop albums I've been enjoying. Those include Soft Thing by Looney and White Light by Emmy Nathan. Both of these two albums are on the more chill end of female pop, and they both seem to just create these incredible pop moments. And then, what is an album list? without mentioning the love of my life, Harry's House by Harry Styles. The more I listen to Harry's House, the more I like it. The more upbeat moments, the more gentle tracks too. They're beautifully crafted and sound like they're music made by someone enjoying making music, you know. In a more guitar rock direction, I've got two for you to try. Cheetah by Pom Poco and Wet Leg by Wet Leg, each full of scrappy, messy guitars and noise and energy. I love them. But I've also got a few more chill albums that I've been loving recently too. War Outside by Kamal, Radiator by Saturn, and finally, what might be my favourite from this whole list, and that really is saying something, People Pleaser by Laura Elliott. These three have been my go-to evening albums, perfect for reading along to. Speaking of which, finally, let's do books. My efforts to read more fiction continues, and these have been some of my favourites since I last updated you back in April. Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro. This book was so beautifully written. It's a little strange, but beautiful for it. I cried my eyes out reading it, which is a theme for my favourite books recently. How to Kill Your Family by Bella Mackey. The only crying I did with this book was with laughter. It's dark and dangerous and entertaining. I loved every moment. Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart. God, this book. It is perhaps one of the best I have ever read. It is so powerful and emotional. It's ugly and beautiful. It's heartwarming and heartbreaking. It's just exceptional. Boy Parts by Eliza Clarke. This book is dark and delicious, moving between art and sexuality with incredible power and humanity. I loved it. My Policeman by Bethan Roberts. I figured I should read this before the film comes out and I'm glad I did. It's beautifully written and you can see how they cast Harry Styles in it. The Arena of the Unwell by Liam Coneman. This book explores growing up in the alternative scene. And honestly, I didn't know I needed it until I read it. There are some trigger warnings at the start of the book, which are very much appropriate, so do proceed with caution if any of those might cause you distress. But I loved this book so much. Falling by T.J. Newman. Another book about to be a film and what an action film it will be. As a book, it is cheesy and ridiculous and such good fun to read. As a film, I'm sure it will be an entertaining action fest. Sorrow and Bliss by Meg Mason. A beautifully written insight into living with poor mental health with moments that burst into laughter as quickly as they burst into tears. Finally, When You Call My Name by Tucker Shaw. If you loved the TV show It's a Sin, this book is for you. It's a heartbreaking story set in early 90s New York. I bawled my eyes out there we have it, some things for you to try. I have tried my best to leave links to all the things I've talked about today in the show notes for this week's episode, which you can find at lifeaftervax.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media, at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi, at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.